Welcome to the Triskelion, the Purica podcast, where it's all about nature, science, you. We're in the Triskelion, the Purica podcast, talking about nature, science, you, talking about ways to feel and truly experience good health on the strength of whole food products, supplements, and positive lifestyle solutions. Tom Manick, along with Jason Watkin, the chief executive officer, co-founder, and chief formulator of Purica. You just finished celebrating your 20th anniversary. You're going to continue the celebration throughout 2020. You've come such a long way from December 1999, when you and your brother Trevor Watkin founded Purica. But so has the natural health industry. It has changed so much in the last 20, 30 years. If you were going to go fast forward another 20, 30 years, where do we go from here? What are the big things happening? What are the big things on the horizon in natural health in your eyes, Jason? So if I look at the way it used to be, uh, when I first started 25 or so years ago, it was still quite a bit more in its roots of being holistic. In other words, approaching a condition rather than treating something to stimulate or promote or suppress an action, more like the pharmaceutical industry does with certain drugs, which are, are key in certain circumstances, our industry is more about cleansing your gut, uh, enhancing the way you're, with tonics that your body functions, or, or in nervines with helping to calm you down, things like that from the ancient past. And then we went into a very reductionist state, where we're basically saying, take this supplement instead of this drug, because it works very similar in suppressing or, or exciting this certain process in your body, but there's less side effects. So we got very reduced, and it was unfortunate. It went through quite a long period. Now it's coming out of that, and we still have those definite remnants, and now the pharmaceutical industry has bought quite a few companies. So they re- maintain that reductionist kind of way of, of thinking about disease, where you target the disease with a compound. And then we also have this resurgence of holistic and uh, treating the body as a whole, looking how it all ties together, And I feel like that is the resurgence of the old industry. But with it, I feel like instead of focusing a lot on traditional forms of the Western herbal medicine and cleansing and things like that, we're now integrating uh, through modern times more of the ancient East. So I think that is the most exciting part. Where where industry goes, where it forks. But I believe this new uh, meshing of the Western ways and the Western forms of extraction techniques and all the the high-end styles of keeping all the compounds available, standardizing levels, is now meshing with the ancient ways of the East coming forward. And what do they provide us with? They provide us with the oldest systems of medicine that are still practiced widely today. I think in China, traditional Chinese medicine is still bigger than Western medicine. And they integrate it with Western medicine in the hospitals. Ayurvedic medicine, similar. Tibetan medicine, similar. And the old shamanic ways. If you bring those forward, what do they do? They try to get your body and your mind back in balance. I mean, the, the one system that talks a lot about balance, because I have long studies in comparative religion and philosophy, is the, uh, the Taoist system, mm-hmm. which is what they integrate into the Chinese medicine system. And then in the Ayurvedic system... Uh, they're blending a lot of the Vedic, ancient Vedic ways of thinking, and the Tibetan ways is blending in the, the Buddhist ways of thinking. So you have these, these traditions that are about balance and opening up to bigger possibilities and getting you back to a state that's more conducive to health and healing, which I usually talk about is that parasympathetic state. So we, we got very reduced, focused on the body. It doesn't seem to really work trying to get separate mind and body and pretend that mind doesn't 
exist or we can't really treat it, so deal with this. Now I think we're getting back to the mind-body is integral. They're inseparable, like two sides of the same coin. And that in order to get true health, you have to address both. And that's what we at Puric are, are really trying to focus on is get back to the mind-body inseparability idea. And you have to, to work with both of them in order to get true results, get someone out of the chronic habitual modes of reaction that actually break them down and catabolize their body. And now back into that state of, whoa, I don't think things bother me like they used to. And I feel way more, a lot of our energy is blown simply thinking about how we don't like someone's opinion. Right. You know what I mean? Right, we, right. we blow a lot of energy thinking about what we don't like. And if you can channel that energy or bring it back, let go of all the things and distractions that you get distracted into or things you don't like or how someone has a different opinion or this update sucks, whatever, and get back to letting all that, you know, mundane kind of stuff go, you'll feel that your mind, number one, for instance, when I'm on taking Lionsman or Complete 360, your mind functions in a whole different way. It's, it's much quicker. You have insights into a lot of different ideas you've had. Like when you're a coffee shop and you have a bunch of coffee. And you go, oh my God, I got this idea. I'm going to do this business, do this, do this, do this, do this. And then at the end of the when your blood sugar starts to drop after the coffee wears off, then all those ideas are gone. Yeah, what was I thinking? Right? What was I thinking? Exactly. And now I'm talking about all those ideas that you have in there and all the things you've been exposed to and feelings you've had and everything is if you can bring those together in a state of mind that's conducive to tying things together, finding solutions instead of problems, that's when everything starts to shift in your mind and your, your physical well-being. So that's where I think the industry is going, but there's also going to be that other side of just, I want this pill for this instead of this, this. Uh, that's not nearly as effective, and then you have to keep switching. I'm talking about getting at the root of the problem, which is getting us out of that state of mind that in, reinforces a breakdown of your body and more rapid aging. For instance, you go on corticosteroids, cortisone, prednisone, long-term in rheumatology, they know that that's going to take years off your life. It actually chronically, it ages you. Or Cushing syndrome. Those are things that mimic a chronic stress response. And they're aging you and they know that. It's the exact same thing that happens with you with stress. If you look up chronic use, long-term use of cortisone, prednisone, or Cushing syndrome in animals and people, all the different things that come with that, the breakdown of the, of the spinal column, aches and pains, osteoporosis, immune dysfunction, loss, visual uh, loss, or a diabetes, or blood sugar, lack of blood sugar control, or breakdown of the blood vessels, things like that. That's what's happening when we're in that state. So if an industry like us could focus more on helping to people get out of that state, you're going to see tremendous benefits way beyond what we did before. And that's bringing the East and West together and the modern science of extraction techniques or micronizing for one is the top. That's what we use is to make all the ingredients accessible so you don't have to take tons of something to get the effects, small amounts, and you get really strong effects. There's been so much written uh, over the past couple of years as both the United States and Canada have moved to legalize cannabis and, yep. and, and marijuana. Do you see that as a natural integration with natural health or do you see it as a, as a separate and distinct stream just because of the clout and the weight of not only the hemp products but all of the oils and the CBD and all that kind of stuff? I feel like CBD, I, I mean, I'm just expressing intuitive births or maybe it's just my gut feeling uh cbd is opening the door to showing that compounds yes they can exert really powerful pain relieving qualities even where drugs fail which i think is opening the, the eyes of a lot of medical doctors and what 
I would, I can only say what I'd personally like to see, really. I'd like to see Western medicine integrated with uh, traditional medicine, which is the ancient traditions. Yep. And then utilizing the new science to make sure that you have the levels of active ingredients in those things. Instead of, for instance, in the wild, it's, it's hit or miss. You could have an area growing a really potent mushroom, the same variety of mushroom in another area. It might look the same, but has nowhere near the active ingredient level or the nutrient level because it's a totally different climate. So if you can sort of standardize the climates, mimic nature as much as possible, or have it in nature with other forms of growth, then you could have really powerful medicines that, are integrated into Western medicine as well. I don't see. I I can't see actually the two staying separate that much longer. There's too much evidence that natural products are super powerful in some cases, and some cases go way beyond the pharmaceuticals, which are reduction of single compound molecules. The complex plant-based molecules can have tremendous effects in much more broad spectrum with lower side profile or no side effects. So it's kind of convoluted, but I do feel there's going to be some meshing. And obviously, there's obviously going to be some resistance in, in all those areas, in the natural realm and in the modern realm. But I think the East is, this flow from the East, especially of, in the field of mushrooms, medicinal mushrooms, is changing things in a big way. And in the United States, legalizing other compounds like uh, magic mushrooms, psilocybin and other, and other things, and then setting up big research labs like John Hopkins, basically continuing studies that they did years ago showing that some of these things that they have considered as drugs are actually treating severe addictions. So it's totally changing the way we're looking at certain mm. compounds. And once those compounds that are super powerful, like psilocybin from magic mushroom, I'm going to use that one because we're obviously in medicinal mushrooms, the effects of that for treating things like bipolar disorder, severe manic depression, which is, that's ubiquitous. We have a lot of issues with anxiety and depression. If you can get something to successfully treat it, but also help to rewire the brain so you don't get in those states of hyperreactivity and stress mode, that's going to change a lot of the opinions of the medical mainstream. And then I think there's going to be some real powerful meshing. I'm just hoping that. I'm hopeful for that. We'll take a look at some of the other ways in which the natural health industry is evolving, changing, reinventing itself with Jason Watkin next on the Triskillian, the Purica podcast. You're in the natural health zone with the Triskillian, the Purica podcast. We're talking about the future of natural health. Jason Watkin, Tom Anect uh, on the Triskillian, the Purica podcast. Uh, it, it is amazing to think of Purica being 20 years old, the industry being less than twice that, I mean, you know, 30, 35 years old in terms of the mainstream, it has become a lot more mainstream, a lot more people understand the benefits of plant-based diets, they understand the benefits of, yep. of natural supplements. Uh, you talked about some of the ways you see the industry changing. Uh, what about further integration with the, the Western side, what do you think has to happen with the healthcare system for people to open up more to the actual explicit uh, referral of people to natural solutions instead of yep. pharma solutions? Yeah, I feel that there has to be an opening up to, of that. I mean, not being able to talk about conditions that you know natural compounds work for and they have a lot of research and not being able to share that research, that's got to go. That, I think that's going to go. Another thing is, though, I feel like the Hippocrates said, and modern medicine's quoting him all the time, let thy food be thy medicine. Hmm. So I think that is going to be essential. And we've talked about with the sensation line, but all of the companies are starting, I think they're starting to open up that, is that you are using therapeutic doses 
and modern forms of processing to produce really powerful compounds that are part of your everyday diet. As superfoods. Right? And then you don't have to worry getting stressed. I got to take this supplement that when and this supplement. How many did I take mine? No, no, no. No, it's integrated into your hot chocolate, your mocha, your coffee, your bread, your tea, your soups, your smoothie, whatever. Whatever you want to do. And you can feel, you can feel really confident that you're getting all the nutrients you need but also all these different compounds that help to keep you calm and clear and healing well and feeling more like a kid. So you feel more joyful, happy, and your mind's working more effectively because a lot of people are afraid of losing their mind. When you talk to a lot of people and do lectures on that, is that's a big fear of losing their ability to process things mentally. And I don't think anything touches these things but mushrooms hmm. in clearing up your mind. Lion's mane is a key example, but there's others as well. And so if you can change somebody's mind, uh, the way that they process reality, being more appreciative, feeling more happy, feeling happier, and you can put it in a food. I mean, why wouldn't you do that? So I think that's going to, I hope that's a big trend. It is a trend right now, but it could be a really effective trend if companies would actually start using therapeutic doses of different compounds instead of just throwing a whole bunch of little bits of all these different things that sound great in their product. What about the education system? What can um, uh, public schools, secondary schools, colleges, universities, what can they do to make more people aware of the, uh, the medicinal benefits of, of natural health solutions? Oh, wow. I'm glad you brought that up. I feel like mainstream uh, schools could just maybe open up different courses on different topics that would excite you. Even, even trending with different names about medicinal mushrooms. And sometimes, let's face it, uh, young people are more interested in things that make them feel, uh, that kind of idea. Maybe you open them up into that, but then you start to move into other forms of, say, mushrooms or things that help to keep you calm. Because I think a big issue today for me is if you can open up the schools to help people feel more connected, that seems to be an issue. Depression is really high. Anxiety is really high. That is the whole stress response. Uh, there's not as much activity, apparently, and they're dropping a lot of classes associated with athleticism, and that's going to affect their bones later in life, which is overall health. So if you could just tie in some of these things, and edu- I think educating, number one, if you can educate the young people in the effects of addictive behaviors, uh, and then with that tie in, all these different types of nutrients that can help you feel better. So even if you are going through a low or feeling really stressed and anxious or fear, afraid, that kind of thing, uh, panic attack, that if you get some nutrition, it can help to sometimes totally deal with it, at least sometimes mitigate it so it's not such an excessive reaction so you can deal with it. Maybe that's how they integrate it. Because uh, they said in, in our, our kids' school, in high school, in, in parts of BC, that anxiety is now considered an epidemic. And that's a little bit unnerving to me. And then that, again, we're talking about lack of confidence. Yeah. So if you can help people to calm down and feel more clear-headed and relaxed and that they can make it through things, mushrooms, medicinal mushrooms are great there. So are a whole range of other things in our industry. I think that would be a great idea just to put things into the schools and talk about that. I think you have to integrate it with a topic that, that concerns people. And I think they are concerned with 
panic attacks and anxiety and depression, things like that. Uh, what what about trends in terms of dosing and and potency? I mean, especially with young kids, you just mentioned it. Yeah. Um, they're not as patient as baby boomers in terms no. of taking, you know, let's say five to ten tabs. You yeah. know, they they sort of want, hey, I just want one solution. Yeah. Do you, do you see some innovation? Do you see some trending towards? even more potent forms of natural supplements so that you don't have to take as many of them? Yep. And you can naturally hybridize certain plants. The old school way of picking the best with the highest levels, and then you start propagating that. That's one technique. Or get it into a a really good tasting drink pre-made. Because obviously young people and older people, we like things simple. And that is, I mean, the non-stress mode is simple. So if you can do less things, is really, more. less is more. So if, if you can integrate things into things that people love and you know they're going to continue doing and don't say, like this is healthy. sensations. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's got to be great. And that's the thing. It's got to be great, but then it can't have a bunch of sugar in it, which is typically an issue. So if you're going to use sugar, use it in a, in a way that's minimal amounts and you can use things like uh, uh, chicory root or they're inulin compounds and they'll enhance flavor so you don't need as much sugar and they're water soluble fiber so they have all these other benefits so finding ways to if you're going to use sugar that you don't have to use very much or finding things you can just throw in soups and things like that or everything pre-made in in mixes soup mixes drink mixes whatever or even fully so they already have liquid in them do you see a future whether it's 10 years 20 years 30 years down the road whereby the natural health industry has grown to the point where GPs, cardiologists, surgeons are all plugged in and they, they champion the, the integration of East and West. They champion the integration of pharmaceutical care for some conditions with natural health care for, for other conditions. Do you see a future in which maybe 90 days or 60 days or 30 days before surgery, something like Purica Recovery or, or whatever is, yeah. is prescribed to the patient so that they actually prepare for the surgery and recover faster because they've had that kind of uh, content in, in their system yep. even before surgery. I think that is interesting. I think that's already happening because I've been in this industry long enough to see the intense resistance, like a wounded tiger is going to fight harder. And the pharmaceutical industry, I think they felt under threat by the industry. And there's a lot of attack, attack, attack. That still happens. But at the same time, they're seeing things that are powerful enough for them because of new processing and everything, that there's, and more people are taking it, and they're seeing the results. They can't deny it. They're thinking, obviously, there's something to this. And then I, I think it's giving medical doctors more and more confidence to see that maybe there were some smear campaigns a long time ago against the natural industry because of fear, which is stress. I think everybody's learning that you have to integrate. Even if having said that, I think it's unstoppable. Uh, Even the trend with how many households in North America now have supplements in their home and use them compared to even 20 years ago, it's night and day difference if you look at the stats. So people are aware, they're looking on the internet, they're finding out things, they're not trusting people as easily. So that's sometimes a good thing. And the power of the compounds now, because of modern processing, you can use lower amounts that people will actually take that they feel something. Because a lot of people, in natural things, you would have to take quite a bit of something in order to exert an effect. And people don't want to do that. They're used to certain drugs. They want to take one or two pills. So even if you say you need five of this pill, they would still only take one and say it doesn't work. That kind of idea was happening. So now that you can concentrate 
and make things much more potent, I think that's a no-brainer that it's going to start integrating into the mainstream, and it already is. We've already seen that because of the physicians seeing the results. I mean, it would be great to see a future whereby hip replacement surgery, knee replacement surgery, these were all complemented by yes. having natural yep. supplementation, just help prepare you and yep. then you know have a further recovery, uh, a, a faster recovery. Last one for you. I know we've covered a heck of a lot of ground. Uh, Purica already has uh, some Pura Kids products, yep. uh, including Purica Prevail, uh, um, yep. uh, you know, a Pura Kids version. Uh, you've had um, uh, gummies before. Do you see that as a big growth area, whereas more people understand in the mainstream that the benefits are not just for adults, but that you can actually have a lifetime of improved health, enhanced health, if you're on natural supplementation. Do you see more focus and more growth on the kids' lines in the future? Absolutely, and I think that's going to come down because you have to make something taste really good and be fun for kids to take it. Yeah, tell me about it. That would all, a lot of times, drive up the price, especially in the natural realm because you're not using as much synthetic compounds. The price is going to start coming down and it already is, which is going to make it more affordable to the masses. And then it's just going to start to snowball, I think, from there. And it's a domino effect. And that is happening. And it's funny because if you make the kids' things taste good enough, the adults end up taking it as well. And if the adult takes the kids' thing and sees how good it tastes, they're more apt to buy it. So I think it comes down to getting the costs down of everything, including organic foods and everything. And that obviously takes more and more of us of, of, of buying into this and actually utilizing these different things. And... Again, they need to feel different. I, don't, I just don't think people are going to continue things that they don't know if they're doing anything or not. I think you have to make things that exert an effect. That's what people are used to. And the new generation is even more used to that. So I think we, we're cognizant of that. We want to make sure that what we produce works really well or we don't even bother applying for NPNs or putting it out there. And you've seen that. Uh, I can tell you of one three-year-old named Alexa who actually <laughs> asks for Purica Prevail. If she's yeah. not feeling well, maybe she feels yeah. a cold coming on. So maybe that's a step in the right direction. That's definitely, Jason, congratulations on the last 20 years. Here's to all the best and, and, and great in, in, in increased continuous growth in the next 20 years. Thanks a lot, Tom. Jason right. Watkin, Tom Anak, happy to have you along for the ride on the Triskelion, the Purica podcast. You've been listening to The Triskillian, the Purica podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Purica Wellness and sign up for our e-newsletter at purica.com.